Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Bring On The Reviews podcast, where if you want it, we review it. My name is DC, and the goal of this podcast is to bring you a ton of reviews on things like movie news, some TV news, and even some comic book stuff as well. Here are a few things we're going to talk about in the podcast today. So, in thumbs up, thumbs down, um, we have a couple of items here. The first one being this Disney and Fox deal that went down on Thursday. So basically, the 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 main gist of it is, um, on Thursday, Disney basically bought out the movie deal and movie rights for a lot of franchises under the the Fox moniker, and this whole thing went down for fifty two billion dollars. You'll think, oh, that's a lot of money for movies, but they also got other stuff as well, like, um the Fox news and other properties underneath Fox. But the, the main thing I'm going to talk about is mostly the whole thing that now you have the fantastic four Deadpool and even, um, the avatar members. Well, probably not the avatar members because you know, why would avatar ever cross over? But you do have fantastic four and Deadpool and the X-Men properly, on property, sorry. Um, those three properties could now go into the MCU, which a lot of folks are happy about it. I'm okay with it. I'm, the one thing I'm happy about is the fact that Bob Iger mentioned, he's one of the heads for Disney, he mentioned that he's not going to change anything about um, Deadpool, which is a good thing, and Deadpool will stay rated R, which I'm very, very happy about because Disney is more or less not too much in the rated R game, which I'm okay with, and it's fine. Not everyone's supposed to be in the rated R game, which is alright. So, seeing that deal was going down, I was hoping that they wouldn't change out anything about Deadpool, which I'm happy to say that they're not going to. They're going to leave it how it is. He mentioned that as long as their branding is correct, then they won't have to change anything. So, that might be hoped for any future rated R movies. Um, hopefully they come out with another uh, Fantastic Four spin. They probably won't. What they'll probably do is um, take Mr. Fantastic and put him into the MCU. That makes the most sense. He's part of the the MCU Illuminati. Um, him, um, Tony Stark, um, Black Panther, and a couple other folks. Um, Beast. They probably take Beast out as well. Uh, it makes well, well things in this whole franchise. So that deal itself, I get that, um, I still give it a thumbs middle just because when it comes down to it, you're still gonna really hurt the, the whole movie industry because now there's less movies being made. Um, the fact that these characters are over here, you're not gonna have a Fantastic Four movie anytime soon. I'm not sure about many X-Men movies. You might not have any at all. Deadpool is in the works now, so it's basically done. It's going to be coming out in the next couple months. So I'm just kind of fearful of what's to come in the future. So for me, it's still a thumb middle. Um, it's all right that it's coming out there, but I, I prefer it to still stay with Fox. But, you know, it, it sucks. That's what's happening right now. So next thing I have up here is um, there are folks trying to petition against um, Mr. Gimple about the well actually spoiler alert for this one here because not 
not unless you watch The Walking Dead, you wouldn't know this actually happened. So if you don't want to hear what happened on The Walking Dead season, mid-season finale, you should go away from that right now. I'll give you a couple seconds. Five, four, three, two, and one. Okay, basically what happened was Carl's character dies off well seamlessly die off they they mentioned that he might not be dead but come on you got bit in your midsection from walker or it looks like it was a walker who, who knows he turned pale so i'm thinking it's a walker so they basically killed off his character um because of the fact that um chandler riggs wanted to go to college that's what it seems like because it sounds like it it goes a little too close to each other because the fact is chandler mentioned that he wanted to go to college and he will come back and film scenes with The Walking Dead, but it won't be as much as he was in the previous seasons. So I'm guessing they they wanted to not do that way and actually just kill him off instead, which is kind of getting a lot of backlash because in The Walking Dead, Carl lives and he goes on to take over as the new Rick. So the fact that he's dead now is like, wow, this character is gone. You really changed the whole aspect of the whole um comic book series entirely which for me um i'm okay with i'm perfectly okay with a lot of folks are not happy with it i'm fine just because now you know that no one is safe and i like that kind of feeling especially from the walking dead i didn't expect it to follow the, the comic book series too closely because then you have no mystery you have no intrigue you, you know what's going to happen very very soon um, so I'm okay with them changing up a little bit just because it brings a lot of character to this now show, which it might lose a couple of um, following just because of this whole um, Walking Dead fiasco now. But I'm perfectly fine with it. I'm actually happy. I, I didn't like Carl's character, to be honest. Um, for the last couple seasons, he sucked. For this season, he seems fine. But all in all, I didn't care much for his character. So take what I'm saying with a grain of salt. So, um, next thing I have here is the um, Marvel Comics has this new thing that they wanted to connect these two characters together and make, like, a uber character. So, the character I'm about to speak about right now, it's kind of weird. I, I'm really not sure what to say about this. That's because, for me, the concept seems like it's overkill, but for other folks, it might be the best thing that's happened to this comic book series so there's gonna be a a hulk wolverine mashup of what weapon x kind of so weapon x program they basically find this one soldier that's named clay and they lobotomize him and bring him into the weapon x program and basically merge his cells with the hulk cells and the wolverine cells to make it into like a wolverine hulk hybrid so when you heard about when I basically when I heard about this, it it made me kind of confused just because the Hulk is a problem by himself, Wolverine's a problem by himself. So now you combine them both together, he could heal very fast, and he has um he has claws just like Wolverine. So for me, it, it it's weird. Uh, thumbs down for me. I can't I can't do this. It's it's one of the things where it's like oh it's. They said it was a, a very um, gradual thing they've been doing for this whole character. But for me, it feels like overkill. Like, who do you send to go take down this monster? 
who? You have trouble with Hulk. You have very much trouble with Wolverine. So you combine them together. Who are you going to take to stop him? You're going to send Hulk and Wolverine to stop him? They probably get their butt kicked by both of them. So it just, for me, I, I can't do it. Um, this is one of the things where some characters you should leave on the chopping block. This sounds to me like you're on the middle school playground and you're making up characters and you have the bright idea of, yeah, let's have Wolverine and Hulk be one person. And then someone said, yeah, that's a great idea. And then the one kid's in the corner like, no, that doesn't work. And this sounds like it is exactly the same thing. For me, I'm okay with not having Wolverine and Hulk be in one character in one person. It feels weird. It's, it feels like they should be separated. And if they want to add powers together, they should pick one strong person and then one weak person. So it kind of balances them out. But now look at this character. You have two Uber characters together. It sounds like a disaster waiting to happen. Well, let's see what happens because it's going to come out in March um, 2018. So for me, it's still a thumbs down. So next thing up is J.J. Abrams is going to be directing a the new trilogy, basically, for the Star Wars films. And he's already pitched this idea to um, Lucasfilm. So it's kind of cool seeing that, you know, it's going to continue on. And the fact that J.J. Abrams will be a taking over. I can't wait because he's done such a great job with the Star Trek franchise that I want to see him do Star Wars as well and see what his vision will come up with it. Um, he's done such a great job with Star Trek that I know that when he takes on Star Wars, it's going to be amazing. I, I really can't wait. Um, plus, um, you got to figure out what to do because now you have um, Carrie Fisher that passed away. What do you do with her character? Because, um, spoiler alert again, her character lives in the whole movie. So you got to figure out what to do with that Um character now that she is not her her true self has passed away and figure out what exactly you do after seeing this um star wars episode eight so i'm not sure but i'm definitely happy about the fact that jj abrams is starting off real strong he's throwing out ideas to the lucasfilm and seeing exactly what can stick so for me that's a thumbs up um, any kind of planning beforehand works out well. It gives you enough time to figure out what works, what doesn't work. And it means that episode nine being thought about right now, as soon as it's coming out, means that they have extra time to think about it and make it the best Star Wars movie possible, which is which is great for all around, you know, folks and whatnot. So on to my next item, which is the 48 hours remake. So if you folks know and remember, um, the Nick Nolte and Eddie Murphy, um, classic, which is 48 hours. They're actually making a rebate remake. Sorry. Of this whole, um, movie. So right now they don't, they don't have a star, but what they do have is, um, a producer that's on it right now. And they've had co-writers. So, the co-writers for um, the Good Time movie, if you remember the Good Time movie, then they're co-writing the same movie for the 
not the same movie. They co-writing for 48 Hours. And then you have also um, Mr. Carmichael. He's going to be on the... I'm saying his name very formal. Um, Jerry Carmichael, um, he's going to be on this as well. So hearing that and the good times, um, folks actually do it all together. It's going to sound like a good movie. It really is. Because the Carmichael show is a pretty good show. And had quite a bit of funny aspects to it. And when I'm thinking about the Carmichael show, I'm actually thinking about Eddie Murphy style comedy. And hopefully, not not all they need, and I'll be honest, all they need is a good star and co-star. And this movie sounds like it should be a, a hit. It really should be. So ho- hopefully, hopefully the, the, the parent deal doesn't suck. That could be the one thing that draws this whole movie down to the ground. So for me, thumbs up so far with this, everything we've heard about what's starting with this whole franchise. So ho- hopefully, it, hopefully it works out well. Um, all right. So this next thing, I haven't really delved too much into this whole thing. Um, we're talking about the best and worst video games of 2017. So for me, I haven't played too many of these games on these lists, but I've seen a couple of the trailers and kind of have a, a broad viewpoint on what these um, games are. So for um, number 16, which is on the worst list, it says it's going to be eight and eight. So it's going to be eight good ones, eight bad ones. So the bottom half of the bad ones, which is... Um, one two switch which i didn't know about this i thought they had more games on there but i've heard that um since it's not many games that it being charged the the 60 dollars, i believe or 45 or i can't remember what price it is but it's being charged full price but not many games on there it kind of sucks that the fact that they put this whole thing out there that's not a good thing to have um nintendo how dare you um, number 15 on the best one, so that's bottom half of the best, is ARMS. I've heard quite a good thing about ARMS. This reminds me of um, Rock'em Sock'em Robots, kind of, because you have the big arms. It goes out there. You get to knock people out. It seems like a good game to have on the Switch itself. Number 14, um, Sonic Forces. I'm surprised that this is on the list, to be honest, um, especially for... The Nintendo Switch um, franchise. Oh, I keep on saying franchise. It's weird to say it. But yeah, um, Nintendo Switch. I'm surprised that Sonic Forces will be on here. Just because when you think about Switch, you think about... Or Nintendo in general. You think about Sonic, mostly Mario Brothers, and other family-friendly games. So I'm kind of surprised that's on the list. That's number 14 for the worst. Um, number 13 here is um, Neo, I believe it's called. It's um, it's from the Dark Souls franchise as well. I haven't heard much about this game. It looks like it's cool for for the most part. I can't talk too much about it, but it sounds like um, have ninjas, have swords, which for me that's a plus. All in all, number twelve on the worst list, which is quite surprising to me, just because. Normally, they want to do something like this for these kind of um, video games. So, 
or I might be talking crazy it's because it's been a while since I actually played Pokemon, but um, Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. So I've heard that it's exactly like Moon and Sun and nothing really changed at all. And the fact that it's on the worst list means that something's really bad about this. And when I read further into it, it sounds like they're charging a full price for basically the same game and no real difference at all. So for me, I'm hearing this. I'm like, wow, this is horrible. And I'm surprised it's not number one because that's probably one of my biggest pet peeves is when you put out a game and you don't have any new content, but you put out the same name or well, a different name kind of, and you promise new content. So that to me, this it spells real shady activity and I don't like it. Number 11, which is um, Super Mario Odyssey. I've seen quite a bit of gameplay on this. I actually saw this on um, YouTube. Um, so far, it looks kind of cool. I like the fact with the hat and you could control other things with the hat. It looks kind of cool. I, I don't mind it. I actually got to go, go quite fix. Uh, sorry. I'm going kind of fast on this list because it might take up too much time. Number 10 is Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. It's on the worst list. I'm guessing I have the same issue as the first one. How the fact that there's not much difference between the first one and second one. And... You can't just copy the whole thing off. Number nine, um, Middle Earth's Shadow of War, which all these Middle Earth games sound like a cool thing. I wouldn't mind playing it. Um, I kind of want to go find this game, but I'm not sure where to find it. It's probably a PlayStation game. It looks kind of cool. It might be PlayStation. Who knows? Um, number eight, which is Animal Crossing Project, um, Pocket Camp. Uh, it's, it's Animal Crossing. Let's leave it at that. Number seven, which is... Um, Metroid Samus Returns again it's Samus and it's Metroid it, it should be a good thing um, one of the staples of the Nintendo series so it should be good number 6 which is WWE 2K18 I could figure as much as because it's on the Switch and unfortunately some games don't really work well on the Switch and that's probably one of them number 5 is Cuphead I actually saw this on um, uh, CES and um, other um, conventions this year. And so far, it looks like a kind of cool game. It, it feels like the old school Mario, not Mario, um, old school um, Mickey and that kind of thing move around. And it seems kind of cool. I, I wouldn't mind playing this. Uh, actually, I'm not going to get that game. Let's go find that. I will find this after this recording. Uh, number four, um, The Life of Black Tiger. It just looks bad. Um, yeah, it looks horrible. We're going to leave it at that. Mm-mm. Yeah. It looks horrible. It really does. Um, number three, which is The Legend of Zelda Breath of Wild. It looks kind of cool. I'll be honest. I've never played any Zelda game, but I wouldn't mind playing it just for this one thing alone. It looks kind of cool. I, I haven't seen much of it, but I've, from what I've seen so far, it looks kind of cool. Really does. Number two worst, which is Star Wars Battlefront 2. I've heard this has a lot of gambling stuff. It came out recently. Um, I'm not sure what month, but it hasn't been half a year yet. I've heard good. I've heard bad. I've seen gameplay. I'm not really too impressed with it. It feels like um, COD meets Star Wars, which I'm not really a COD fan. So for me, eh, I'm good. I'm okay with that. And uh, number one, which is on the best list is Persona 5. 
I have not heard much about this whole um, game, but I heard it's on PlayStation, and it feels like it should be kind of cool. I should go check this out. And um, it's a RPG, so I do love RPGs, but I haven't seen much of this. So hopefully it was a good game. Um, but yeah, that's on that object there. So this whole list ranked from one to sixteen. I give it a thumbs thumbs up. Be honest, um, most of the games I heard on this list, I've heard for different reasons, and the fact is. 2018 is going to have a ton of awesome games as well. So I can't wait to play some of these. I kind of need a PlayStation as well. I have an Xbox, so some of these games I haven't played, but I've watched gameplay of just because they're such great games. So hopefully next year I get to expand a little more and, and do other platforms and whatnot. So next thing I have here is a couple images. The first one being from... Um, Oceans 8, which is basically the female version of Oceans 11. So you have Sandra Bullock. She plays a character that's supposed to be um, the same family member, from, same family, from the same family of Danny's family. So she's um, Debbie Ocean, which is okay, I guess. I kind of want to see exactly if they have a crossover of sorts or if there's some kind of like back work that shows Danny Ocean. Just because this seems cool. It's, it's going to be based in New York City. There's a couple of pictures here of, you know, them just standing around. Um, also, one of them is in a, a subway car, which is kind of cool, kind of okay. I kind of want to see a trailer of this. Just because there's such a, a, a wide range of actresses in here. And it sounds interesting a little bit. Um, I give it a thumbs up just because I kind of want to see more comes out in the summer so hopefully in the next like three to four months we can see at least one trailer where it shows off what they can do and hopefully debbie is nowhere near the same kind of suaveness as um danny just because i don't want to see the same thing from oceans 8 that i see from 11 i want to see a different twist i want to see different ways they could play on things and I want to see this a different franchise and hopefully do like 8, 9, 10 and then have like a, a connecting piece but those not supposed to be any connection at all hopefully there is some kind of connection because you know it's the Ocean's crew next thing up here is um, Deadpool 2 had a, a bunch of pictures come out because you know how it is when um, Deadpool comes out during the holiday season. There's a quite a bit of stuff that he puts on social media. So they have roughly 25 pictures. All of them are very funny. All of them are Christmas themed. All of them really brings a lot of cheer to my face. I give this thumbs all the way up. I can't say so much about this because you gotta go online to see it. It looks amazing. looks kind of cool. And I can't wait for this to come out. The next thing I have over here is um, there's a red uh, red Robin huh, Robin Hood um, movie coming out that's still starring um, Eggsy um, Taron um, Taron Egerton from The Kingsman and Jamie Fox. Those two characters are there. Um, um, Taron's playing Red um why is it Red Robin? Taron's playing um Robin Hood and Jamie's playing Little John. 
So it's kind of cool. There's a picture of them here on Cinema Blend. Um, James looks kind of threatening, and Taryn looks okay. There's only so much to think about when you think about Robin Hood, but he's not wearing the typical green. Um, he's kind of like wearing like a brown and blue kind of outfit. I want to see a trailer. I want to see him actually shoot off an arrow or two. I want to see how he plays this role. Because when I'm thinking about the voice, the voice seems off, but that's a voice. He can always change his voice to make him sound better. So I can't wait to see more. Um, so far, so good. I guess thumbs up. Um, I can't wait to see more from this. these two do. They're both great actors, so I can't wait to see what will come of this whole Robin Hood franchise. And last but not least, there's this Jurassic World, um, the Fallen Kingdom trailer that came out quite a bit ago. Um, even though it came out over a week ago, I really want to talk about this because it's the Fallen Kingdom, it's Jurassic World. It's an okay trailer. I give this a thumbs middle. It's one of the things where this trailer did it right. It hit the beats it needed to hit. Um, it's great to see that a lot of folks came back to reprise their roles and I can't wait to see I can't wait to see more just because this this trailer it wet your whistle a little bit about it but um, Chris Pat's character definitely hit the nail on the head when he mentioned oh what could go wrong we're going back to the same place we say we want to go back to and it it makes you laugh because when your movies are able to go meta like that it, it makes you it makes you it makes you smile inside because it's like all right, why you guys are on this island and why you guys are really trying to save these dinosaurs? It's not like they're real dinosaurs; they're genetically engineered dinosaurs. So it's like you can make dinosaurs somewhere else. And the fact is, this island needs to be blown up. It, it sucks to say that, but when it comes down to it, nothing but badness happens when this island is um, talked about. So I kind of want to see a next trailer. And I kind of want to see exactly where this comes up with because so far it looks cool. So I give this one thumbs up. So that that's it. Um, that's all the podcast items I have for today. You can find us on social media, on Twitter, on Facebook, on all the social media platforms, YouTube, iTunes, at Bring On The Reviews. Um, you can email us at bringonreviews at gmail.com for any questions, inquiries you might have. You can also find us on this website as well, which is bringonthereviews.com for any movie reviews, even this podcast as well. you find me on social media. I, I use Instagram, Twitter, and mostly Snapchat, mostly Snapchat, um, at Dwight and C, that's D-W-I-G-H-T-A-N-T-C. Again, that's D-W-I-G-H-T-A-N-T-C. And you can email me at dc at bringonthereviews.com. And we'll catch your reviews next time.